Hello and welcome to Talking Schmidt. I'm your host, Eric Schmidt. And I'm Greg Burmeister. And we've got a very exciting show today, Greg. I'm very uh, excited. You're very excited. I That's am. terrific. <laughs> we've got our first Emmy-nominated guest, I think. I mean, our other guests will probably hit me up and be like, dude, I was nominated. But uh, here she is, Ellery Smith. Thank Hi. you for being here, Thank Ellery. Thank you so much for having me. So Emmy-nominated twice, yes. turns out, for the same uh, yeah, the for, same for program, Robot. For yeah. Robot. Very good. Congratulations on that. Thank you. Thank uh, you. So, hey, I got a quick question for you. Uh, and this, like, my, my Twitter account got hacked. Did it really? Is yeah. that why you had to switch? Yeah, yeah, I had to make a new account. And you couldn't we, recover we, the first one? No, like whoever stole, I tried to get in touch with Twitter to be like, can I, can we? Were they tweeting can, ads and stuff? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. They were uh, like, I was going to say, that could be kind of flattering. I was about to say, if it was like some bot that's like, I'm Eric and I'm hot, I'm like, yeah, well, yeah, let it ride. That's how I tweet, though. I don't need a bot right, to do right. that. You don't need no. any competition. <laughs> so I had a Twitter account, got hacked, and uh, we used to follow each other on Twitter. Yes. Yeah, back I haven't been on Twitter in about a year and a half, right, or so, a year-ish. Yeah, so what, what happened? Uh, something, something happened. I got famously dragged. Um, and I just took some space from it, you know. Okay. I mean, I still have a lot of followers. I'll go back eventually, but yeah. I just needed to reevaluate my relationship with it. I think. Gotcha. So what happened to me was I was like, uh, I'll, uh, you know, when I got the new account, I was following everyone that I used to follow, and then when I went to follow you, it was private, and private it has just been. I was account. like, why don't I see her tweets anymore? So it's because I'm a pending. Oh follower. yeah. Well, you're you're one of literally fifteen thousand. Yeah. So <laughs> it's going to be a while before I get to them, everybody. You're not alone. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Uh, so we have a mutual friend, uh, B.J. Holmes. Yeah. A terrific young man. How, how, do, how do you know B.J.? I know B.J. because I used to work at WAMC in Albany. The, ra- a radio, the station? radio station? Okay. <laughs> that makes me sound 80 years right. old, but that is what I used to do at one point. Um, and B.J. was working there, and we just became fast friends. He was leaving New Albany. I was in New Albany, and uh, I know him and his wife, and yeah. they visit me when I'm out there, and I visit them when they're here. Did you ever get a tattoo with him? No, no. How do you, you have yeah, a tattoo my with first, him? My okay, first. you're one-upping my relationship with BJ. Well, I didn't, that was crazy. I, didn't work, I didn't work with him at a radio station in the 80s, so that's, uh, yeah, that's me how beat I, there. But w- yeah, I, my first tattoo, I went no and got way. with him. Yeah. Oh my God, what are they? Uh, it's just an anchor. Oh, I just classic, went, classic. Yeah. Sort of a thought tattoo. Yeah, 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 right, yeah. exactly. So wait, you you have a, a Simpsons tattoo, right? I do have a Simpsons tattoo. My roommate actually did it right after my dad died. Oh, yeah. okay. She did a stick and poke with like a pen. Oh, cool. <laughs> in like, yeah. like a home? In, my, in our apartment, yeah. Wow. She had done it before. I know, it looks really good. She had practice. She did it yeah, illegally it, in college. It says, eat my shorts, It says, eat my shorts, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love that. And I think I'm going to get a Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure tattoo next. Wow, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have, your, have, have the same person do it? or uh, Oh, go to no, no, no. I think I'll go to a... You can go with BJ. I could go How about oh, that? Maybe I should go oh, with there BJ. we go. Oh, man. He's going to be so flattered. That would be, yeah, because I... I'm deeply jealous. Yeah. Deeply jealous of that. Well, yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. No, no, no. It's okay. <laughs> well, okay. We can cut this out. I'm really sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go get a tattoo with him, and then I'll be like, listen, it's not true anymore. You need to, you need to take it out of the podcast. So you, uh, the Simpsons one, were you like a big fan of the Simpsons? Um, so it's funny because I'm not a huge fan of the Simpsons, but my dad was a big fan of the Simpsons, and we okay. famously uh. weren't allowed to watch it in the house. Oh. Um, unless we, it was we, just we, all, we were the same. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. I wasn't allowed. And but. my mom was very much like she didn't care for cartoons. Mm-hmm. Um. Was it just because of that that she didn't allow, or she found it offensive? She found it, like, sort of violent. Like, I mean, she didn't apply a very analytical lens to it. Sorry, Mom. But she was sort of just like, that's loud, so it must be bad. Um, <laughs> but your dad allowed you to watch but, it? Yeah, though? when it was okay. just me and my dad, we would watch all that stuff on TV, or we would watch, like, Reno 911 and stuff. So oh, he really yeah. sort of got me into comedy television. I was going to say, that was your yeah. first, like, interest in, yeah, in comedy. Yeah, exactly. Then. Like, my, cool. my favorite cartoon is King of the Hill, and yeah. it's because it oh, reminds Greg's, me Greg's of my dad. A huge King of oh, the Hill Oh, really? Yeah. Me too. It's the background of my phone. I wanted to get oh, a... Nice. 
Nice. You got Hank back. Yeah, in I there? wanted to get a uh, Bobby Hill tattoo, but I was like, I can't commit to that lifestyle. But that would be amazing. <laughs> it's eight in the morning already. The boy ain't right. <laughs> yeah, you said you relate to uh, Bobby, right? Mm-hmm. You said you relate to. Oh Bobby. yeah, I yeah. very much feel like Bobby, and I also love how much Hank hates prop comedy. <laughs> like it's so. It really reminds me of like where I grew up. My I'm from. Where, I'm, yeah, where did you grow I'm up? I'm from Cambridge, New York, which is an hour north of Albany. It's near the Vermont border. It's about sixteen hundred people. Very very small. So I just tell people Albany because okay. yeah, that's sort of the, yeah. gra- the grounding point. But very rural Trump country. <laughs> okay. So watching King of the Hill, it makes me feel like I'm back home, even though it's not set there. You know what gotcha. I mean? Yeah, it's sort of the same, same kind sensibilities. Of vibe. Yeah, yeah, the same yeah. sort of vibe, exactly. Your, your dad, when did your dad pass away? 2018. Okay. Yeah, I talk a little bit about it on stage, but in 2018, my, my grandpa died, and then my friend died, and then my dad died. Oh, yeah. No. But I do a lot of funny stuff about it now, so <laughs> how it's did, worth how, it. did he, how did he pass away? Oh, he had cancer, but it oh, went fast. So, okay. yeah, kind of the preferred method, I think. Yeah, because I've had no, exactly, <laughs> oh, yeah, but, right, but not yeah. sudden, so okay. everybody can say goodbye. Because I've had friends, I have a lot of friends whose parents have passed away, and some have been like shot, some have been hit by a bus. Oh, like, goodness! And it, that is so much more traumatic, I think, because. Yeah. This is sort of like you have five months to really. Yeah, you're kind of preparing. Exactly, prepare for it. Say what you want to say. Really think about that stuff. Yeah. Was it lung yeah. or? No, it was um, renal. So I think that's oh. like stomach cancer. Yeah. Oh, okay. He was a mechanic, right? He was a mechanic. Okay. Yeah. And my mom was a bookkeeper. Okay. Mm-hmm. Your grandfather was a mechanic as well, or yes. like came from a line. Of yeah, my grandfather. Then? How do you know that? I th- I, you must have mentioned it. Oh, I must have mentioned else. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, is we that on the line anywhere? Done. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't I mean, um, yeah. Oh yeah. My so my my grandpa was a mechanic and he was also in the military. And my dad was a mechanic and my uh, uncle is a mechanic now. So yes. in my research, uh, I also found this out. So we've we've had we've had several guests on this podcast, some great mm-hmm. guests, uh, and uh, one of them actually. A bunch of them didn't graduate from college. Some of them didn't go to college. Uh, but one particular, Kevin McCaffrey, friend of the pod. Oh, yeah. Uh, friend of the pod. He, uh, he was here yesterday. He just here yesterday. <laughs> but he, uh, he, he thought he graduated from college. And then had moved moved oh, away, yeah, okay. had a job, <laughs> and then they were like, "Hey, you didn't actually graduate." And then he was like, "Well, I guess I'm just gonna lie. Not, yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna go back." That's, now. Sort of, that's very, Is that what happened very to you? similar. What happened to me? I um was so Emerson had a. Where did Kevin go? By the way, oh, uh, he went to where? Uh, he went ball, to uh, Ball State. Yeah, he went to Ball State. Yeah, in Ball State. Uh, yeah, that's funny. Indiana. Yeah, that's great. Um, I. Went to he, went to, he went to Emerson, by well, God. These, these fuckers know. keep screwing everybody. They do. They do. I, have a, I could say a whole thing about it. So what but happened? I, so I was, they have an L.A. program, which is a satellite campus. I was mm-hmm. leaving for my last semester, and I had taken a math class that summer at UMass Amherst that I had gotten cleared through the school. They told me it was okay to take. I paid for it. I took the class, and then I left for L.A., and I'm in L.A., and the school reaches out to me to be like, hey, we've changed the curriculum. That class you took no longer counts. What the fuck? Exactly. Uh. And it's my last semester. And they're like, you have to come back and take this class at Emerson. You can't transfer any credits in because you've maxed out transferable credits. You have to live on campus. And the class will cost you $3,000. And that's not including housing, food, whatever. That's Jesus insane. Christ! I know, I know, it's I know, like a I know. They're like the mob. It really is. And I, I, you know, went to U Albany. I was very careful about not having to take out loans with school. I worked through school, and I was like, I was out of money. Like I had put everything I had into moving to LA, and so I was like faced with this choice. I was like, I can't afford to go back, and if I go back, I won't be able to afford to move. 
back to LA a second time. Right, right. So I was sort of just like, I'm not going to think about this right now. Um, and did you already have resumes printed that said like? I actually already had gotten a jo- the job at Robot. Oh, okay. Well, well then it doesn't matter. By a factor of few weeks, right? right. So I, that news came, and then I got the job at Robot for a little while, and I was like, okay, now it's a settled matter. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right, right, After right. I like, I talked through it with my mom a little bit, and. She was like, listen, it doesn't matter if you graduate college. No, She's really like, yeah. we've sort of been lying to you your whole life. It does not matter. <laughs> so you accidentally figured it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You exactly, exactly, exactly. have to exactly. do this thing that we told you you were going to do. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've ever needed no. to prove that I graduated no, from college. No, it's funny because I... I they, they didn't give you a diploma, right? No, they didn't give me a diploma. And I still work day jobs. So, like, I do have to apply to places. And I'll always just put attended Emerson College. Oh. And nobody ever... Ever says anything? Interesting. But there's so a, kids, there's a hack. Just there, put the, a hack. Just yeah. go to go to like a class. Maybe do it online say and then just say you attended. Yeah, yeah. that's all you got to do. Exactly. And um, it's funny because there's sort of an Emerson pipeline to the Prices Right, the show, and really? they will make you bring in your physical degree so they can check. Really? Wow. I know. And it's like you motherfuckers that's, are selling treadmills. Stop. Yeah, like, what the fuck? That's so weird. <laughs> Did you uh, did you start doing stand up in college or? I actually started my senior year of high school. Do you know Jay McBride? She's a New York stand up. I don't think she so. got JFL last year. Oh, okay. We worked together at Trader Joe's in Albany, New York, with my cool. mom. Actually, wow. yes. Nice. Um, I worked there for six years between that and the Boston location. Wouldn't hire me in California though, suckers. Damn. Um, ah. I know, but <laughs> times are tough. Yeah, it's a different conversation. Uh, <laughs> if only you had that diploma. <laughs> 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 I mean, on, honestly. Um, yeah, so Jay was a, a working comedian. She was working at Trader Joe's. She was going to Mike's in New York and doing shows in Boston. And I was in high school, and I was a really big fan of comedy. And I guess I didn't I didn't really know that you could do comedy like as a job. I was like, oh, that's what other people do. Do you know what I mean? Right, like, I was yeah. obsessed with Comedy Central half hours, but I didn't know. It never occurred to me to try. Mm-hmm. And so we were in the break room one day, and we were talking about it. And she was like, you're a really big fan of comedy. And I was like, yeah, you know, I kind of am. I read everybody's book and stuff. It's just sort of my interest, I guess. Mm-hmm. And she was like, well, you should get on stage. And I was like, oh, I don't think I should ever do that. <laughs> and then she took me to my first open mic when I was like 17 just turning 18 maybe and where was it um hudson river cafe in albany new york okay which i don't know is around anymore but i hope it is and i have a picture from it um and yeah that's i just i never stopped she you were really, you were bold enough well, to get a picture of you on your first she got a she had she, the, she had the foresight to get yeah. a picture of me and send it to me because she'd already been doing it for a few years oh, okay so she really like she sort of got me on my way. I'm very grateful so, for But her. it was like a proper venue, though. It oh, no, like... it was a coffee shop. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It was a coffee shop. It was like an open mic coffee shop. Gotcha. Yeah. So they don't do shows there. Oh, they did They did do shows there. Um, but it was like, I don't know, because I haven't been to New York in like three years because of the pandemic, so I don't right. know what this scene is oh, like yeah. anymore. But in LA, there are a lot of like, you know, shows at laundromats, shows like in <laughs> yeah. subway stations. Yeah, there's a, there's a bookstore just yeah, down book the street. Store shows. That, like, yeah, bookstore Yeah, there's one that's like at a sex shop. Yeah. So you were... You were in high school when you did it, mm-hmm. you, and you went to an all-girls high school, right? I did. I went to sort of a very strange, and I will write about it at some point, but I have to like work through a lot of it first, but I went to a very strange high school where... This was in Albany? It was in Albany. Um, it's a very small school. It's a private school, but like sort of woefully underfunded and like bad with its money. So there's uh, a girls' school on one side and a boys' school across the street. And huh. at the girls' school, you weren't allowed to have two carbs on the same plate at lunch. Mm. <laughs> That's yes. interesting. Exactly. Like, so <laughs> no, no, you could have pasta with tomato sauce. Yes, you couldn't you have some garlic have bread. bread exactly. To dip, exactly. It, dip in that sauce. And so... 
that's sort of like a that's a crime. <laughs> <laughs> but that's sort of a very evocative of what the school was like. Like that's a, I mean, there are many more was stories. Was it religious? Just like no, it was secular. Okay. It was just it was like it was pretty fucked. And so that is fucked. Like what? Why? Yeah, it yeah. seems like most of the fucked things come from uh, you know religious. You would, schools, you would think but... it's interesting because I grew up very secular, but I feel like I have a lot of trickle down religious trauma from my mom, and so I'm always like when I meet somebody who when <laughs> trickle I, down religious <laughs> trauma, guys. But that's what it is, right? And like. I meet somebody who grew up religious. I'm always like, I'm so glad that I that was not me. Okay, I'm glad that I don't have to, you know, peel back that lens for my life. Right. Yeah. yeah. Wait. So, what other fucked up shit was this? Oh, was so the like, um, you weren't allowed to be pregnant at the school. If you got pregnant, you had to leave or have an abortion, and they would they would point you towards an abortion doctor. Wow. What? Yes. Okay, that's completely different from the religious fucked. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a good mix. And what? so there was a girls' school on one side and a boys' school on the other side, and all of the math and science and AP classes were on the boys' side of the street, and all the soft sciences were on the girls' side of the street. Weird. Yeah. 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 That's not very nice. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of stuff like that. God, the 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 the, uh, the abortion thing that is nutty. That the bananas is, and something I didn't I didn't know until I was in high school there. Yeah, and I often I will meet with some. Didn't of they my do some sort of like hazing thing too? Yeah, how did you know about that? I don't know. That's <laughs> maybe you just assumed, but yeah, that's yeah, yeah. We used to have a ring, so a class ring ceremony, and they still do it, and it's called ring dares and uh, ring dares. Yes, and okay. so a. Uh, uh, Sophomore, that's 10th grade, right? Yeah, a sophomore yeah. will be paired with a senior, and the senior will have to give that girl a dare so that she can um, this seems, take her like her the ring. worst idea. I know. So, so like, And this was school This like, was school ordained? organized. School organized. It was like mandatory? Um, you could opt out, but it was very much like, oh, she's not doing it this year. Do you know uh, what I mean? Yeah, you get, it's so kind of frowned the pressure, upon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it used to, by the time I got there, there, was, there were school regulations around it, and all the dares had to be approved, and it was very much like, and even still, some of them were sort of tasteless uh but bef but in earlier years they had done things like one girl who was known to be a bulimic had to come to school with a toilet bowl around her neck oh my god the bowl or like the, 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 oh, the seat, ring the seat, the seat. Yeah. The seat. Yeah. that would be so happy Good. yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, what? <laughs> it's <a big> porcelain <laughs> it's so empty carrying it from class to class yeah. um yeah <laughs> this poor girl you know like my and god one girl had to come in and she had they had they wrote Every name of every guy that she'd purportedly had sex with oh. on her, and she had to like wear Whoa, it around. Whoa, Scarlet Letter shit yes. going on. And then one girl. This was like before I before I was in high school, but um, they rented her an inflatable penis costume, and she had to wear it around. What the fuck? What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> I mean, that was just good fun. <laughs> So you were for some of this uh, oh. school-sanctioned uh, <laughs> hazing. I just can't believe the school was behind it. It's cr it's crazy because, and it's something I think a lot about now. But a lot of private schools have zero oversight from the state, if any. They have very light oversight oh, from the yeah, state. So yeah. we also like didn't learn any geography. Like there are huge <laughs> gaps in my education that are cr like crazy. And they no geography. No, and and the teachers that teach that they don't have to like there are state regulations for teachers to teach at public schools, but not for private schools in New York. So we had one guidance counselor that it turned out had taken her husband her husband's resume, whited out his name at the top, and printed hers and sent it to the school and like faked having all these big degrees. Wow. Yeah. It's kind of like what you're doing though. Now. That is exactly yeah, what like, I'm doing. But I'm hot fair, so it doesn't that, matter. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I'm not working with kids. <laughs> so uh, back to back to college, back to Emerson. Uh, do you feel like uh, even, do you feel like you, you were set up uh, with your education there, because you did what you did, uh, you studied. Uh, I did writing for TV and film. Writing for TV and film. Did you feel like that set you up well for uh, getting into the showbiz? Nah, it's sort of a t 
two-prong answer. It's hard because I went to, I very intentionally picked Boston because I wanted to do stand-up and I sort of knew that it was a good, and it was because I, I really had Jay to consult. She was like a comedian that had been doing it for a while, so I got to sort of pick her brain in that sense, but I really went to Boston because I was like, okay, this is a good middle city. It's bigger than Albany. It's smaller than New York. You know, I can really hit the pavement. I knew a lot of great stand-ups that had come from Emerson. So that time there was very much like a, a good training camp, but I didn't spend a lot of time on campus going to class. Um, and I, Where is Emerson? Emerson is on Boston Common, so it's it's oh. right like in. Okay, it's oh, right in okay. the thick of it. Yeah, that yeah, makes yeah. sense then. Because uh, I was I uh, I was one because I, I knew you had started comedy in in Boston somewhat, right? Yeah, I started in Albany and then moved to Boston right. like a year but later. Like, and I was like, why the hell did she do that? Why didn't she go to New York or yeah. directly to well, LA? I was so yeah. Well, I did want to go directly to LA, and my mom was like, don't do that. Um, <laughs> and. You know, because she wasn't gonna fly me back. She was like, "You will be paying for this plane ticket." Right. Yeah. And I don't. I didn't know how expensive they're expensive. they would be. They're yeah. very expensive. So I went to Boston, and it was a good, you know, middle step. I think you you can't move to a big market too soon. And mm-hmm. I almost wish I'd done one more year in Boston. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? Because it's kind of a tough scene, though, right? I've, that's it's I've competitive, heard. but it's you see so many normal people. Do you know what I mean, crowd-wise? So it's mm. a really good place to cut your teeth. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Then, Is it easy to do like a lot of mics in one night? Um, That has sort of fluctuated when I was there. It was, you know, I mean, it was bigger than Albany, but mm-hmm. definitely smaller than New York or L.A. Or, yeah. I mean, New York, you can get up so many nights, and like so many times in a night. Right. And L.A. just really isn't like that. But mm. um, you could get up. And then I felt like I left and the scene exploded. And then the pandemic happened and everything died. But right. um, I did feel like I left. And I was like, oh, so now there are three mics a night? Yeah. yeah, it feels like it's kind of more of a, and you know, I've I've I haven't been in the comedy scene in Boston ever, and and I hope I'm not you know, <laughs> speaking, speaking ill of it, but like it seems like, or from what I've heard from other comics, it, it feels a little old school. Like it might be tough for women coming. Yes, up. absolutely. That, there were maybe f- like whereas L.A. is probably yes, which yeah. is something I loved about moving to L.A. because I felt like Boston was it is very old school. It's very sort of like club comedy minded. Mm-hmm. It did feel, you know, like the women, there were very few of us and a lot of them were older. And so there was sort of a scarcity mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I moved to, I mean, but a lot of those women are, are, are lovely. And I also met a lot of great people there. But and then I moved to L.A. and L.A., it feels like it's such a collaborative scene. People love working together. There are so many women out there. And I just like it was it felt like the perfect fit. And like moving there, it felt like. Oh, I'm among peers who love what they do and like can help me and are really smart and funny and it just is not competitive. And because so many people out there are hearty rich, so they just, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? They like are just sort of floating around on their parents' money and. What? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think you mentioned in another interview uh, that you left Emerson with you had written uh, uh, oh a broad city spec. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. So, so yeah. I okay I did the writing for TV and film major i only was able to take like three or four writing classes mm-hmm. so i wish i'd taken more um and i wish i'd taken like editing classes or directing classes or something but i just didn't know like really where the work was right. um but you left with like tangible yes, things definitely. That you i wish we also had taken more business classes like mm-hmm. about like okay this is how you get a manager this is how you file quarterly taxes like you know this yeah. is what a pitch meeting entails. But there was that spec script is what got me my robot job. So I'm very thankful to have something physical like that. Did you have a big mm-hmm. uh, Twitter following out of 
like while you were in college or yeah it sort okay. of slowly slowly grew did that help too did you feel like um, that definitely helped I actually met the Adult Swim guys when I was in Austin when I was 19 doing stand up okay oh, nice. so they had been abreast of me for a few years sort of like checking in following mm-hmm. you know and then when I moved out to LA I sort of just like reached out and I was like hey I live in LA now <laughs> yeah you didn't have to like cold call them no exactly yeah. exactly I, I mean I cold DM'd like a dick yeah, and I was yeah. like um I know you don't know me but <laughs> <laughs> when did your uh, when did your family realize that things were you know this was a realistic? Oh, I think that they're still not really. Yeah, every so often my sister's like, if you ever need a couch to stay on, <laughs> <laughs> just kind of assumes that you're not. Doing I mean, well. it's funny because I did my taxes recently. Shout out yeah, my accountant, yeah. um, and I put all this money aside because I was like, I made so much fucking money this year. Like, I'm gonna owe so many taxes, and I file my taxes. I make forty thousand dollars, and my accountant is like, you owe five hundred to the state. Oh damn it! <laughs> damn you, California. <laughs> And I was like, okay, well, I put aside a few thousand, so I guess I'm actually making money. Yeah. <laughs> All is well. All is well. Do you still uh, do you still get stage fright? I, I, I... Yeah, for sure. I have a big shame and embarrassment problem that okay. probably stems from like childhood and well should we get into all that sure okay. but it <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I get really 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 nervous I used to take beta blockers before I went on stage what, but are, what, what is a I'm not oh beta blockers are just yeah. like it basically stops physical um you know manifestations of anxiety like it'll oh. like stop the heart palpitations the sweating the, but i could never remember to bring them to shows so i just stopped but uh, yeah how, how bad like where do you would you shake would you shaking like, okay. sweating when i was first starting with a lot of passing out like when passing i passing out yeah. oh, wow. that seems when a little I, that was, extreme. I know that was the thing that happened to me a lot when i was a kid was i would get too activated and pass out like i went to disney world for the first time and peeled over <laughs> like a little goat just too excited yeah basically yeah. or when like i was like a little goat yeah have you heard of the fainting goats no oh we'll look them up okay we can't get into it now but <laughs> we can't we can't we don't have time we simply cannot <laughs> <laughs> or like when i was i was i had got the robot job i'd gone back to boston to do some shows before i went back to la to start the job right. and i had to email my head writer and be like hi thank you for having me like you know i'm so excited whatever and i got so nervous writing the email that I, I passed out on my friend's couch. Goodness. Yeah, and he, he called 911 and the, the operator was like, is she overdosing? And he, he was like, no, she's just really nervous. <laughs> she's sending an email. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's sending an email. She got a little scared. <laughs> a little too amped. Little... Well, you do drink a lot of caffeine, right? I do. That's is maybe related. I haven't really examined that connection before. Maybe I'm sort of turning a blind eye. Because you, you, uh, you drink coffee and tea at the same time, right? Or do you, do you oh, not did do you that listen? anymore? I, I, well, well, that was... That's funny because I was actually in the robot room when I recorded that podcast, okay. and I am a, a drink person. So in the room, I'll have like okay, a <laughs> seltzer. Drink or booze? No, 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 coffees, no. teas. <laughs> exactly. I don't really drink, but I love yeah. beverages. So yeah, I will have like a water, a coffee, a tea, and maybe a seltzer or a soda, like okay. all in the same yeah. circle. I, I, I'm Trip, triple, I, I quadruple fist. Yeah, I do the same thing. I really? always, yeah, I always have like a seltzer yeah. and then a coffee. Sometimes it's too much of the one, and I need to yeah. like yeah, yeah. I was talking about this made me thirsty. I had to take a sip. Um, you have also a uh, disassociation. Uh, yeah, disorder. you know, you really you do your research. Deep dive. Deep, deep dive. dive. Wow. So what is that? I, I, I DID, which is a dissociation disorder, and um, everybody dissociates to a certain degree, right? Like we're all sort of shifting. Dissociation is basically when like your, I guess, 
it's very physical and it's sort of like you're leaving your body because you can't handle what's going on. Mm. Um, and it happens sort of like in little instances, but I have, because of, I had a very hard childhood and uh, because of that, it sort of has manifested in this disorder where uh, it's been very hard for me to be like in my body and in my life. And mm. so. So what are the symptoms? Um, Lots of like spacing out, forgetfulness. I will, when it was really bad, I would drive somewhere and like not really know how I'd gotten there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or like oh. spacing out when you're driving, you sort of, you know, you're missing exits and you come to and you're like, wait. Oh, shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and everybody does that to a certain degree, but mine yeah. had gotten really, it's, it's, really bad. And it's not just like you're just on your phone. No, it's like it's I will like... stare at a wall for like five hours. Wow. Yeah, I can like just leave. And not on mushrooms. Not on mushrooms, just, <laughs> just chilling. No acid. No acid. Just, this is just like, coffee and yeah, tea. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. high on Christ, I yeah, think. I, yeah, I'm <laughs> so high on I'm all the way up there. <laughs> you you mentioned earlier you go to sleep early, right? Yeah, usually... yeah. I'm like an 11 p.m. Despite the caffeine, you're just able to. I can actually, I will drink a cup of coffee and go to bed or in the morning. If I'm, I can wake up, drink a cup of coffee, and go back to bed. Yeah. How yeah. early? How early are we talking? In the morning? Or no, how early bed? do you go to oh, bed? Oh, I'm like at a 10 or 11 p.m. bitch. Is that tough? Like, that's got to be tough for comedy, uh, right? Like, okay, it is. <laughs> I am dying out here, right? Because right. people are like, in New York it's, City. it's midnight. You want to do another set? I'm like, fuck no. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, everything's open to like 4 Everything is open in L.A. And I guess I didn't really realize that. But like, things do. Like, restaurants close at 8 or 9. Yeah. And then the nightlife scene is over at 1. Yeah, yeah. California is uh, a little bit earlier. I mean, how late are the bars open? I think, I think two. two. Yeah, I think yeah, two. two. But okay. I have never been at a bar until two in the morning. That's oh, I'm just like me and Greg, buddy. We are the opposite. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you're shutting we it will down. Close it down. Uh, That's fun. Wait, so yeah, I mean, California definitely is like an earlier town, like because you guys just a little more laid You guys back. are done mm. with work. You start earlier though. You wake yeah, up earlier. Yeah, yeah. You're done um, with work at like. I also don't know that people even get up earlier. I think everybody's just like they just lie to us. Lazy. That's the lie well, they because, fucking tell because, us because, on the East Coast. <laughs> make us feel like shit. When I well, I also like at New York. It's not even. People are getting up late. People are going all of the time mm -hmm. and just of all aspects of life. It's it's crazy. But when I applied to jobs in California, I had been a, a morning hours person, a five to three person all the way through college the whole mm -hmm. time I'd worked there. Mm -hmm. And I went out there to apply for those hours. And I remember one guy laughed at me and he's like, you think people are up here around then? <laughs> and I was like, OK, good point. I, I don't know. I, I was know. like, I just like, moved. You, I don't you know. You tell me. Yeah. Uh, where do you live in L.A.? What neighborhood I live in live? Hollywood. Oh, my goodness. Yes. That's that's so exciting. Do you have any tales of old Hollywood? Um, Hollywood is actually pretty gross and I live there because the rent is cheap. But <laughs> do you, but do you like it other than that? I, lo I love I love my neighborhood. It's it's very, I feel very connected there. I know my mailman, he'll like yell up to me when I have a package. That's I nice. know my neighbors. It's yeah, nice. That's it's nice. nice. It's I live friendly. by a park. I used, to, I used to stay in Echo Park. Oh, Echo Park Each is time gorgeous. I went there. Yeah, very I expensive it. to live up there. Yeah, 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 but so, so pretty. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's really nice. That's why nice. Uh, Why not New York? Um, everybody I know from high school lives here. That's totally not. I'm from Florida originally, so it'd be really weird if everyone from my high school lives here. here. Yeah, yeah. No, no, not the case. We're doing shows out here. Every every single one, somebody I went to high school with is really. Yeah, and I. So was, wait, they, a bunch of them do comedy here too. No, no, they're no. just out to see me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah, just yeah. follow you and see yeah. that you're doing gotcha. a show. Exactly. Yeah. Um, do you you got a car out there? <laughs> That's such a hiring for me a job, for a job question. Um, yes, I do have a car. I love her, Toyota Camry. Bought it with eighty thousand miles oh, uh, nice. from Hertz, and right before the pandemic, at two thousand sixteen for ten thousand dollars. Nice. Wait, the pandemic happened in two thousand. No, it's two thousand nineteen. Sorry, I bought it right oh. before. <laughs> sorry, that was my mistake. I was like, I was like good lord, what, what have, I, have I not realized? Where did the last what do you years know? go? <laughs> uh, you you uh, gambled with the insurance for a little bit, right? I drove for a long time, and this is I should not talk 
about this on a podcast. Yeah, you probably like, should. Really, yeah. yeah, we don't need to talk about sure. it, actually. Well, it's just, I also, uh, gambling with insurance isn't so much that you have insurance, did, and that's a form yes, of gambling. Exactly. That's, we'll, well just leave it at that. <laughs> in LA, you can get free car insurance through the state, and I had let it lapse because I didn't. I made too much to qualify for that program, but I didn't make enough to buy car insurance, and so I had to wait a few, like a year, maybe, until I... But right yeah. now, I have a New York license with my LA address. What? Because Whoa. I had a New York license illegally. I've been lived there for five years, have not changed it yet. And then t- February 2020, I went to New-, New Orleans for Mardi Gras. My wallet got stolen. I went to the Los Angeles DMV, and they were like, we can't replace your New York license unless you have it to turn over. So I had to go back to New York, get a replacement license. <laughs> and then go back and to then, well, I haven't You like, gone- had to fly without a... Without no, ID no, no, no. I had to call the New York DMV and work with them. And they were like, okay, but we have to ship it to the address that's on the card. So I was like, okay, use my LA address. I will turn over the ID as soon as I get it. That was two years ago. It has not happened. Mm. Um, <laughs> Submitting to a lot of crimes here today. You're a cop? Uh, yeah, we're cops. The, this is a sting uh, operation. Is a sting. BJ was setting me up. Yeah, you fell right into our trap. He's working with I'm the cops so now. Vain. We, we busted him for weed, right, and right. now, you know, he's, he's really working a deviation with us. from the Civil Liberties Union. <laughs> So what is clown school? Oh, clowning is, um, they do it, there are different, it's like a school of thought within comedy, and it's sort of having its heyday in Los Angeles right now, and they're very expensive classes, and they're very up their own ass, but I think they're pretty, I was recommended. So it's like UCB. Yes, except for it's almost less of a pyramid scheme, but <laughs> it is very much sort of the same thing, but it's uh, like... Traditional French clowning meets mime meets oh, like, uh, improv, like, the show, uh, like baskets. Yeah, like yes, baskets, yeah. very much. Yeah, and it's it's awesome. It was really hard for me. I cried through a lot of the classes because I have like an embarrassment problem, and it was, mm-hmm, you had to do really mm-hmm. embarrassing things. Um, but it came highly recommended Pass to out me. Or- no, I didn't. Okay. Just just <laughs> cried. You know. Um, <laughs> Did you? I, 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 and it, well, we can get back to the clowning thing. Did you throw up too? Was that part of no, it? No, no. Okay. And actually, I thought the, I heard that that was like part of well, your nervous that, that was me stage fright at, at thing. Robot was like I would get so worked oh. out there when I was first that I would get throw up in the bathroom just a little bit. Okay. But the dissociation thing is very much tied to the passing out, where it's like my body's like we can't handle what's happening. Yeah, how it, like how excited it is. Right. I'm sorry to laugh, but it was just like I pictured like you're like about to get called at a mic and you're just like oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, it wasn't. I guess maybe at first it was mics, but now it's like. Shows. Well, of course. Yeah, yeah. I just meant. Which is know. another reason I had to, I like, I don't really drink anymore, but it was like, I didn't know how else to handle Like, I remember I did like a stand-up NBC thing and I was like, well, we'll just get really drunk before we go on stage. <laughs> oh man, that's a rough idea. Yeah, I, I'm usually, if I'm, if I'm going up, it's, uh, I'll usually have only one before and then afterward, yeah. afterward, let it rip. But you know, I don't like, definitely, man, it's, I'm too scared. I know a ton of comics who can who go up it. drunk yeah. and like no, no, do no. great. Not, and I'm like, not for me. Yeah, yeah. I can't not do for it. me. Can't do it. Not, and I don't want to try. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Okay. Back to the clowning thing. And oh so, yeah. Um, so it's really cool. It's, it came highly recommended to me by a, a few like professional comics that I look up to and so I was like okay if you guys found this helpful I might find it helpful and I did find it helpful but it was very very difficult are there multiple levels there are different levels there are like I have taken two beginner classes and I think I might take another beginner class before I move maybe move to an intermediate cool but yeah what's it called um, there are a few schools. The school I took a class through in LA is called the Idiot School. Idiots. That's not very nice. <laughs> no, it's 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 idiocy. It's, it's, kind of rude. it's, it's like jesterdom. Does that make uh, sense? Yeah, I gotcha. Yeah. 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 Uh, you've had some interesting day jobs. I had uh, a lot a lot of day jobs, yeah. <laughs> what was the what was the dog hotel like? Oh, was that in LA? I do, that was in LA, that was okay. in Burbank. I do a joke about that. My boss there was a Cosby apologist, which I don't talk about on oh. stage. <laughs> don't talk Ooh, about on stage, but no it good. was like Well listen, Greg and I are not 
that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we just never know. Um, <laughs> just kidding. Don't we got to put that just out there. Just kidding. Hey, me and Greg, not in a cosmic, guys. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, that was a wacky job, and a lot of celebrities brought their dogs. And Can you name any? Or? Colin Hanks. Oh two, my Two goodness. French bulldogs. Nice guy. Ah. Um, yeah, and there were. I met a dog that was a commercial actor on an all-liquid diet, and had a commercial agent. Is that? Allowed? Are you allowed? No, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't have a dog. I, I mean, well, what isn't isn't allowed? People are <laughs> right. constantly talking about, but it does seem like abuse, right? I'm, I was not happy with it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're sneaking yeah. the dog some food. Fuck yeah! I was like, here, have some treats. <laughs> that was a rough, a rough one. And then after that, I moved into I did social media, but for dog influencers. What? Yes, and Whoa. so I would see these deals where like dogs were making ten thousand dollars on like an Instagram post, and I'd be like, guys, I'm gonna kill myself. I can't. <laughs> Yeah, Real. that's gotta. Yeah, that's gotta be tough. Uh, you, you, and do you enjoy? You do. You have done a lot of copywriting. Uh, jobs, I have. Right? I'm still a copywriter to this day. Okay. That's my day job. I've heard you talk about it, and you seem to like enjoy it. Um, no. It puts food on my table, and it's not a service job. And like right. I, you know, I worked at a donut that's, shop this that's summer. That's how the food gets to the table. Exactly, exactly. I bring it there. <laughs> They're doing the service job. You're doing the copyright exactly. job. <laughs> I so I've worked a lot of service jobs, and they're fun. And I they are have pros and cons to each. But copywriting, it's remote. It pays better, you know. And comedy is one of those things where I don't know that I will ever not have a day job, like unless I I really hit it with something. But mm-hmm. it's if you don't come from a lot of money, it's you're sort of always going to be working in the traditional world, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So, What was your favorite uh, copywriting job at the end? Um, or what were some of your favorites, I guess, some highlights? I mean, are you allowed to talk about that? Yeah, it doesn't, okay. it doesn't matter. I wrote an ad for the Department of Defense once about tax breaks for um, gun shops, and after that I was like, "Not no more of this. <laughs> okay, I was like, that's your favorite? No, that was my... You not, that a was completely the... different person <laughs> than I thought. That was, um, I guess, the most interesting. Not interesting, but... Who was president at the time? Obama. Okay. All right. We gotta get him on, by the way. Oh, you yeah, have yeah, got yeah. to get him on. <laughs> and if you could do Bruce Springsteen at the same time, I think oh, that'd that be would be terrific. Oh, we, would, yeah. we don't have enough mics for that. Yeah, the space. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you have to turn Bruce away. You're like, listen, sorry, I'm dude. sorry. Listen, he's, You'll he, get your own episode. Yeah, we'll just we'll, we'll have you back. We'll yeah. do a Patreon with you, Bruce. <laughs> sorry, boss. <laughs> you were a camp counselor as well. Yes, that, that I, was, I was. A, was that in high school? Or? Um, that was. In high school and college, I would do it in the summer. My high school had a day camp, like a sports camp. And so in the summers, I would work there. And then at Trader, I would have two jobs. I'd be a camp counselor during the day. And then I'd go work Trader Joe's for the closing shift. Do you always have two plus jobs at a time? Yeah, I mean, two or you... two or three, definitely. Jeez, wow. Life Man. is very, Hustler. very expensive. That That's exactly. early, too. <laughs> oh, my like, God. Oh, go yeah, well, life is very expensive. And they don't tell you that. <laughs> uh, yeah, and they don't tell you how to do your taxes, either. God damn it. Yeah. The God education damn it. system. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you I, you briefly touched on this on another podcast? But do you work on video games as well? I do. Yes. Okay. Wow, you are <laughs> on top of it. Kitty Kelly over oh, here. Yeah, this is crazy. Really. That was a really old uh, reference. I'm sorry, covered. but that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> so, video games. What yes, do you do? I uh, I will write dialogue uh, and voice direct for video games, and something I worked on actually is just coming out right now, and oh, I'm cool. very excited it? to see. It's uh, actually it's a prescription video game for kids with ADHD. 
Oh, very interesting. interesting. Yeah. yeah, so I wrote the whole script and I voice directed all the actors. And what goes into di- to directing? I guess um, a video game. I didn't even know they had. So it's directors. not directing the video game because okay. that would be sort of directing the story, and they, like, they do have those. But voice directing is like okay, the actors are. I wrote all the dialogue. The actors right. are in the booth. Yeah, I'm outside of the booth, being like, "Can you try it this way?" Yeah, you yeah. Know? yeah. Okay, just telling them what you had in your head. Yeah, when you exactly, wrote it. exactly. Yeah. So I would do like my little impression of the voice, and they then they would do their professional version of that. As someone who does voice work, I love when you're actually in the booth and like you have a director that's oh. the best so, like because now it's so much remote now it's so much oh, like this they was before the pandemic so okay. that's so interesting that it's well not... i hope i hope they still do it i hope so too i really yeah. i really it's liked it and i want to get back to mm-hmm. it yeah, yeah it's much better um how uh you 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 run a soup kitchen or you... i do okay. <laughs> yeah i run a i run a soup kitchen in uh koreatown los angeles that's cool, cool. How, how'd you get started doing that um i started March 2020, basically, like, right, like, the week, basically, before the pandemic started, and then the pandemic started, and we were like, okay, we got to keep doing this for a while. Everyone wear a mask. (laughs) Yes, dude, exactly, exactly. That was, and we had, like, limited volunteer capacity for a long, long time. Do you do that with other comics, or? Yeah, uh, yeah, well, it's people from all walks of life. We have, you know, senior citizens, teenagers, et cetera, but the bulk of it is unemployed comedians, and that's the most fun part. Who work with you? (laughs) Um, Who will come, people I know in life, and will come volunteer, and some people come every week. Some people come when they don't have jobs, and it's fun because legit, very popular comedians will come. And I heard Megan Gailey, right? Yeah, Megan yes, Gailey. Megan Gailey. <laughs> she's is a, great. She's great. Yeah. She comes a lot. Um, Hannah Einbinder, Alex Edelman, you know, really, really nice. great people. John Radinsky helped us for a long time. Oh, wow. Um, so it's fun and. Then it'll so it'll be comics, and then it'll be civilians, and then this we all the comics will start talking shit about comedy, and the civilians are like, "This is awesome." <laughs> <laughs> it's like a free show. Yeah, yeah they're like, "This is like a reality TV show," yeah. and we're all like, "So and so does sucks." <laughs> like, would be he interesting is reality not funny. show. <laughs> Comedians in soup kitchens giving talking away shit, soup, yeah, yeah. Um, and eating. We all eat lunch there, so that's a great thing. Hey, you know you what I mean? It's yeah. like free lunch for everybody. So can't beat that. You can't beat that. There, uh, free lunches do exist. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, are you running for city council? No, 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 no. I am trying to no. Uh, we were God, hoping we no. could get a candidacy announcement. <laughs> Sorry, I think I have a little too much against me on the internet, so uh, maybe to, 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 <laughs> to have that take off. No, I um, am. A, I have been applying for uh, homelessness coordinator positions in the city in our city council's office. So. Oh, that's great. How, do, yeah. how does someone like who's interested in doing that kind of thing do that? Like, what do you? How do you get? I started? would just say find a local org that whatever your interest is, right? So. I was a, somebody had approached me about starting a food service day because I had so much knowledge because I had worked at Trader Joe's about mm-hmm. like cold chains and like how to keep food fresh and how to you know use food before it expires mm-hmm. um, and I have a lot of kitchen experience so I cook and that sort of just meshed well with my skill set but whatever it is that you're passionate about for instance in LA we have so many different small organizations that do such great things whether it be diaper banks whether it be vaccine clinics whether it be hooking people up to free phone programs mm-hmm. diaper banks stuff like that so whatever your interest is I would google that plus local orgs like the most helpful thing you can do is find people on the, the street who are mm-hmm. doing it and mm-hmm. help them and ask what they need right and something I talk about, you know, because I've been in the world for two or three years now and I work with a lot of homelessness organizations. Um, and something I talk about a lot is the nonprofit complex and like the donation complex and how cash in the hand of somebody is always more helpful than 
a write-off for you and like right, right. Yeah. you know a donation to a board of people right so yeah. my advice is to find mutual aid organizations get on the street really ask people who are doing the work how you can be most helpful okay cool um how long have you been producing your show out there funnily okay so i'm having a hard time counting because we took 19 months off for yeah COVID. you didn't do outdoor yeah. ones or? uh no, we sort of just took the whole thing off. Okay. Yeah. Dana and I were really busy. and Dana, Donald. Donald, yeah. Dana. We just didn't know. Like, I don't know how to really pull it off. But it's our f- fourth year. You guys started it all together? You've been there? It was me. I started okay, it you first. Started. Okay. Yeah, I started it first. Basically, as soon as I moved out there. And we did backyard house shows for like a year or two. And then I brought on Corey Johnson, who helped me produce the show for a few months before she actually moved to New York. Um and it's good. It sort of has a life of its own now. We book people. People come. We sell out every month. That's a good... That's cool. Where is yeah. it? It's at Hotel Cafe the second Sunday of every month in Hollywood, California. Awesome. Cool, cool. Uh, and who all do you do that with? Sorry. Um, it's me and Dana Donnelly. Okay, cool. Um, I think we had a similar experience. I, I tried to microdose uh, mushrooms um, uh, at some point in the pandemic, I, my, my, my friend had a very large supply of mushrooms and I was like, Hey, I'll, you know, I'll take some off your hands. And, uh, so I had them and I, I was like microdose. That means just take a little, a little. little yeah. Bit, so yeah. I just like pinched off the end of a stem of a mushroom and ate it. And I was like, this probably counts as microdosing. And then, um, and I hadn't eaten it all that day, so that turned into a just Actual regular, dose? yeah, a macro dose. Yeah, macro. <laughs> I accidentally macro. I like went for a walk, and I was like, "Oh, buddy, I gotta find a bench." Uh, so yeah, so I'm just sitting on a bench, just kind of, I dis- disassociated yes. a little bit there, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so I heard you had a similar experience with mushrooms. Did you accidentally micro? When did ma- I talk about that? Oh God. It must have been somebody else. The, 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 the bisexual uh, oh, oh, podcast. Oh, 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 I had just you're done. A liar, no, 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 you're a liar, no, 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 no. I had. Can... I had just done mushrooms alone at my house, and I tried to go to a. I just tried to do the same thing where I was like, Yeah, you tried to microdose. I tried to microdose and then go to a comedy show, and so I microdose. I drive to the comedy show, and because uh, of course, um, <laughs> naturally. Well, I was like, I'm going to spend four or five hours here. I took this much, and. <laughs> I get there and I'm waiting in line and the guy who's one of, you know, oh, it's, do you know Hannah Pikes, Pilks? I don't she, think so. She moved from LA out here. She also works um, in whatever community service and that's how I know her, but she's a wonderful, hilarious comedian, famous on TikTok and it was her going away show and I'm standing in line and I'm seeing all these people I know and Nick Shepard comes up to me. He's a comedian in LA who runs a mural company and I'm looking at him and his face is mo- like is moving like the skin on his face is moving and I'm just looking at him and he's like you okay and I was like no, no. actually no not really. no so matter I had of to, fact yes. I need a ride home yes well I didn't even know how to ask for that so I was like I'm gonna go sit in my car for a few hours and I just ch- chilled the fuck out for a while <laughs> Warning, shrooms may lead to chilling the fuck out for a while. Yeah. Ah, yes. Kids, don't, or do, I don't know, do whatever you want. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Ellery, where, where can people find you on the old internet? Um, You can find me on Instagram at Ellery underscore Smith. Okay. Yeah. Are you on TikTok or no? Um, I am on TikTok. I mean... It makes me feel so fucking old, and like I'm, I'm really. Sorry. Makes you feel fucking old. Look at me. I know, but <laughs> I know. <laughs> God, you're so right. I <laughs> know. Oh, I still have an iPhone seven, and I, I, I don't really want to update it, and I am very bad at like editing stuff. So whatever. But I am on TikTok. My handle is info whores, and you can see me info there. Info what? Whores. W H O R E S. Making sure. <laughs> you, you it's sort of a play I, on. Uh, are you saying horrors and uh, okay? It's Info a little play horrors. on the Alex Jones thing, but yeah, oh. yeah. 
<laughs> Forgot about that. I'm guy. a little too political for something. Yeah, yeah. I'll take it. <laughs> uh, okay, cool. So, uh, Ellery, thank you thank so you much so for, for being here. Thank you so much for having me. This was so fun. Wow, it went fast. Yeah, sure it did. did. <laughs> we did it, though. We did it. 